It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Magic, your daily podcast on the Orlando Magic, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And you're indeed Locked On Magic. Today is April 12, 2019. My name is Philip Rostenreich. I'm the expert and site editor over at OrlandoMagicDaily.com. You can, of course, follow me on Twitter at R underscore OMD. On today's episode of Locked On Magic... We're going to talk about the Magic's initial prep for the Toronto Raptors as they close the book on the regular season and look ahead to the postseason and the playoffs as Game 1 tips off on Saturday at 5 p.m. We'll also talk about one of the key matchups, what I think is actually the key matchup in the series, one the Magic have to win or at least push on to have any chance of winning in this series, one that I am interested in for a number of reasons. I've talked about it on some other podcasts as well, so I'll bring some of those thoughts to the fore here at two. But before we do any of that, I want to remind you all that you check out all the great podcasts on the Locked On Podcast Network by searching on iTunes for Locked On and the team you're looking for, or by subscribing and following to that podcast on the Himalaya app. Get podcasts delivered right to your podcast playing device, and suggestions and playlists made too, all on the Himalaya app. Want to leg up on the Toronto Raptors? Check out Locked On Raptors. I know they did a deep breakdown on the series coming up on their latest episode. You can also check out the other great the other teams in the playoffs as well as Locked On NBA with a series by series preview of the NBA playoffs, including my conversation with Sean Woodley of Locked On Raptors as we take a deep dive into the series. Remember, these are the local hosts. These are the local experts, the guys that cover this team with excruciating detail, just like I do on Locked On Magic. There's one for every single NBA team. So if you have any questions or thoughts about any team throughout these playoffs, check out their Locked On podcast or check out Locked On NBA and Locked On Fantasy Basketball too. You can find that all on iTunes or the Himalaya app to search for Locked On and the team you're looking for, the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Before we dive too deep into this, the Magic did get some good news on on Thursday afternoon or Thursday evening. Nikola Vucevic participated in, in what, what was a practice, was officially labeled a practice, but seemed like more of a, a video film and study session and then light shoot around uh, as the Magic took, uh, I guess, a day to recover some physically before really diving in to what they're going to have to do against the Toronto Raptors. Um, it, it's not particularly clear what the Magic what the Magic did, at least physically on the court. Uh, in their practice Thursday, but Nikola Vucevic participated in all of it. He is back. He said he's feeling much better after he came under came, uh, uh, after he uh, fell victim to a stomach illness uh, that caused him to miss Wednesday's game against the Charlotte Hornets. So Vucevic appears set for Game One. So too does Jonathan Isaac. The team announced late Thursday that Jonathan Isaac had cleared the concussion protocol, and that would seem to put him in line to play in Game One too. So Orlando is, outside of Mo Bamba and Markel Fultz, of course, at full strength entering the playoffs. Definitely, definitely, definitely something that they need. And so now comes 
the important part. Now comes the big part. Now comes the part that Steve Clifford probably cares about most with this team. Now, now the team has to prepare. Now the team has to get their strategy down, get their practice time in, and get set for the Toronto Raptors. As much as we like to think things are different, and they are, things are also still somewhat the same for the Orlando Magic. They've been playing and have had to play high-level basketball now for several weeks as they get ready for the NBA playoffs, as they try to squeeze into the field to begin with. The Magic have had to do everything that they can just to scratch out a win here and there. And so they've had to play a focused, high-level basketball. But their preparation for the playoffs goes far beyond that. The Magic have also have a coach that is all about preparation. And Steve Clifford has been focused on getting the team's details right from the very beginning. Clifford said he treats every practice and every shoot-around like it is a playoff practice or a playoff shoot-around. Instead of going over three or four plays that teams might might run on shoot-around, he says they go over eight or nine. The whole goal being, be prepared. That'll give you the best chance to win. But also be prepared so that when you get to this point of the season, how you prepare, the habits that you've established, do not need to change. You don't need to sharpen the focus or inundate players with more than they're used to. They're already used to it. And that comfort and the confidence it's taken to get the Magic into this playoff position, that's what has them most ready or feeling the best entering Game 1. No, for sure. Uh, I think we still got, as a team, we still have that, that mentality that we got to win. So, uh, you know, everybody, has, everybody right now is confident. You know, we we're studying up on the plays and personnel. So, uh, I think we'll be prepared. And, of course, the Magic will need to be prepared and, and be ready. And, and, and that's all what you expect from Steve Clifford. That is what Steve Clifford teams are. They are prepared. They, they don't give up a lot. They play to their principles. They stick to their guns. And so, it's not surprising that the Magic are going to be very prepared. And that the Magic have been preparing for this moment for a long time. Clifford has hinted at several points that... He will stop and say in the playoffs, this is what we will do um, throughout the season. He's, he's kind of noted that, that, that they've always had this goal in mind that, they, that they, they prepare like it's the playoffs. And hopefully that will add some comfort to a team that is short on playoff experience. Terrence Ross being one of the few players that have played in the postseason before. And you hope that that same approach will help those habits that have been reinforced throughout the year will help them when the chips are down at the end. But this is not the regular season. This is not simply preparing for the same kind of game. There are regular season teams and a way to prepare in the regular season, and there's a way to prepare in the postseason. In the regular season, you have 24 hours and a walkthrough to get ready for a game. In the playoffs, you got a couple days and one opponent you can really dive into. This is different. This is different than anything else the Magic have prepared for before. This is 
a different challenge and a different task for the team. And it's evident everywhere. You know, Terrence Ross spoke to the media on Thursday and had a binder with him. That binder had all the notes and scouting reports that the Magic would need, and Ross even joked, I have a thumb drive that I'm going to plug into my PlayStation and watch more clips before I go to bed tonight. This is a test, and you get a lot of homework to be ready. Because the preparation here is at a higher level, as much as you want to try and keep it the same to what it was throughout the regular season. Now with one opponent to focus on, you can dive really deep into what they do, their tendencies. And in fact, Ross said it is vital that the Magic understand what their opponent is trying to do at a much deeper level. Not just knowing the plays, but knowing what they do when those plays break down. Understanding what kind of wrinkles they might throw their way, the counters to their counters. It's all these things that you have to understand in the playoffs. So, as much as preparation is the same, it is different. And, adding on top of that, is the pressure and intensity of the moment. Because if there is a difference between the playoffs and the regular season, it is that now every possession carries more weight. Every moment carries more weight. The crowd is intenser and more into the game than they are during the regular season. It is, indeed, a different animal. And at the end of the day, it comes down to whether you make plays or not. The Magic aren't here to be a feel-good story. They're not here to say that they are happy to be in the playoffs, which they clearly are. They're here to, to keep fighting and keep winning. And whether they can do that will come down to what they do on the floor. Well, I mean, it's nice. I think we can win, too. I mean, I think that we all do. That's that, I mean, look, no matter what, our guys have done a good job, but the NBA is about winning in the playoffs. And uh, we, have, uh, we have size, um, we have intelligence, and we're playing good basketball right now. So um, I think that, you know, in that meeting that we just had, when I met with the guys there, I think there's a determination, a confidence level in how well we can play. Their preparation will feed that confidence. Their preparation will get them set for game one. But still, nothing can prepare them for what that initial rush is going to be like when the ball tips at Scotiabank Arena on Saturday. Nothing is going to prepare them for what that feeling is going to be. And frankly, we don't know how the Magic will react. As confident as they are today, as as much as they believe and are ready for this moment, it's still going to come down to what happens on the floor, what happens on the court, and whether the Magic can do what they need to do better than the Raptors can do what they need to do. By the end of this series, both teams are going to know each other better than than they know themselves, it seems. They're going to be able to guess and anticipate what they're going to do. And so the series is going to come down to being able to make plays, to out-execute and find that little bit of an edge, whether it's through an adjustment or whether it's just through playing. And we'll see how the Magic react to all of this. Because the playoffs are here, obviously. And 
As Mike Tyson used to say, everyone has a plan until they get punched. Can't wait for game one right now. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring. But for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Barea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Barea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Barea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So let's dive into one of the key matchups in this series between the Orlando Magic and the Toronto Raptors. It's a, it's a matchup that I, that I keep coming back to every time I discuss this series with, with, with anyone. Um, I think there are a lot of interesting matchups in this in this series. Uh, Nikola Vucevic versus Marcus Gasol is going to be a good one. Uh, Pascal Siakam versus Jonathan Isaac, two of the best young players, uh, up and coming young players in the league, going up against each other. Evan Fournier and Kyle Lowry will get matched up together a lot, and and, and I think it's going to be interesting to see who comes out on top there. Uh, and the Magic and Raptors will both do plenty of switching, but I think the key matchup to this series. The one that will determine whether Orlando can make this a close series or whether Toronto is going to walk easily into the second round is going to be the marquee matchup of the series. And that's whether Aaron Gordon can slow down Kawhi Leonard and whether Aaron Gordon can score on Kawhi Leonard. Without doubt, Kawhi Leonard is the best player in this series. And, and the old saying goes, if you have the best player in any series, you have a really good chance of winning. Because again, these series are so, you get into so much of the minutiae, it comes down to who is able to make plays out of nothing sometimes. Who's able to break, make plays when, stu- when things break down. And Kawhi Leonard is certainly a guy who can do that. And not only that, Kawhi Leonard clearly has a playoff gear. The way he played in the regular season was fantastic, but you definitely sense he could do a little bit more. And the Magic need to be prepared for what playoff Kawhi Leonard's going to look like. But they do have something of an advantage, and that's Aaron Gordon. In the regular season, for all that it's worth, in three games, Kawhi Leonard averaged only 18 points per game. He struggled against the Orlando Magic this year. He shot only a 46.8% effective field goal percentage in three games against the Magic with Aaron Gordon as the primary defender. Compare that to Leonard's full season average. 26.6 points per game, 54.6% effective field goal percentage. The Magic held Leonard, Leonard eight point, nearly eight points per game lower more than eight points per game, lower than his season average. 
Steve Clifford talked about this Thursday and said, and really praised Aaron Gordon's defensive efforts against him, how disciplined he was all season long against Leonard. There are times where Leonard was able to get the best of him and get to the basket, but for the most part, the Magic held their own. And I think being able to lock out, or not lock out, but strangle hold, get a little bit of a stranglehold on the other team's best player is absolutely vital to the Magic having a chance to win this game. Now, those numbers are certainly skewed a little bit. There was a blowout loss in there. Leonard only played three games against Orlando, sitting out one of them. But Gordon undoubtedly did a very good job on Kawhi Leonard. And so, the question is, can Gordon do that again in the playoffs? Gordon's at an interesting part of his career right now, his first playoff appearance. He started the year off saying he wanted to be a better two-way player. He wanted to kind of get back to his defensive roots in a lot of ways. And for the most part, he's done that this year. For the most part, Steve Clifford has trusted Aaron Gordon to deliver in these big moments, to deliver defensively. And Gordon has stepped up. He has a career-best defensive box plus minuses. Defensive win shares are kind of back in line to where he was early in his career when all he did was defend. And those are positive signs, positive trends for the team. Steve Clifford probably trusts no player on this team more than Aaron Gordon. Gordon gets the most minutes per game. He guards the best player on the other team. He does a lot of things that are very important for this Magic team. And none is going to be more important than keeping Kawhi Leonard in check. A lot of that's going to be in transition. The Raptors are very good in transition, and so if Orlando can avoid turnovers, they'll be able to set up their defense, and their defense is really tough to beat when they're set. And Leonard will get his garbage points, whether it's on offensive rebounds or in transition, when they do come. But in the half court, Gordon has shown that he can play very well on Leonard. But that's regular season Leonard. This is playoff Leonard. And as much as I think we are, and I've certainly focused a little, a lot on how the Magic will defend the Raptors, a bigger concern, especially for Aaron Gordon, is how will the Magic score on one of the best defenses in the league? Are the Magic going to be able to score enough to give their defense the support that it needs? And specifically, is Aaron Gordon going to be able to score enough? In wins this year, Gordon averaged 17.1 points per game on a 54.3% effective field goal percentage. In losses, the average drops to 14.8 points per game on a 46.9% effective field goal percentage. There's a little bit of a chicken or an egg here. When the offense moves and the offense plays well, it usually finds Gordon in spots where he can score. Whether it's in transition, whether it's spot up threes. It's not a lot of stagnant offense with Aaron Gordon or trying to force his shots into the game. So efficiency is vital for Aaron Gordon. But one one thing we know about Kawhi Leonard is he can be one of the best defensive players in the league. He's had a little bit of a drop-off defensively this year. But again, I think we all know playoff Kawhi Leonard is coming. So how is Aaron Gordon going to get his points? How is Aaron Gordon going to contribute what he needs to contribute for the Magic to win games? For those of us who believe Aaron Gordon is capable of doing a lot in this league, 
is capable of taking a big step forward in his development and in his growth potential. This is a series where he's going to prove a lot of what he can do, even if it's in little flashes, even if it's not every game. If Aaron Gordon wants to establish himself as one of the best two-way players in the league or one of the best up-and-coming young two-way players in the league, this is a series where he has to deliver. He has to prove that he can, maybe not stop, but contain a player like Kawhi Leonard. He has to prove that he can score, that he can still contribute with one of the best defenders guarding him. I've often said about making the playoffs that it will teach a player like Aaron Gordon how hard he's going to have to work to get to the all-star status he wants to be at and learn how intense these games are. Just the experience of that's going to help him. But this game's going to expose and show just how good he can be and where he still needs to work on both ends of the floor. This is a vital matchup to the Magic. Slowing down Kawhi Leonard does not equal a win, by no means. Kawhi Leonard struggled in that matchup in April against the Raptors that Toronto won running away. Orlando's other players will have to contribute and have to make plays too. This is not a one-trick pony. This is not a cut off the head of the snake, the rest will die. This is, you, you contain one and something else is what you got to worry about. But I think slowing down Kawhi Leonard or containing him or not giving the production that the Raptors are probably expecting from him, I think that will give the Magic a chance to win every game that they're in. This is a big matchup for sure. Because the Magic need to contain Kawhi Leonard, need to keep him in check and keep him at you know around 20 points per game probably to have a chance at this then. But then they'll also need Aaron Gordon to play at a high level offensively, to find a way to break Kawhi Leonard's spell defensively. However they have to do it. Because when Gordon scores and scores efficiently, it usually means the offense is playing well. And the offense is finding the open man and finding Aaron Gordon cutting to the basket or in transition or however else he's scoring. Sometimes the marquee matchup is the key matchup. And this matchup that I am watching very carefully in this series is Aaron Gordon versus Kawhi Leonard. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. I want to thank you all again for listening to today's episode of Locked on Magic. Of course, find us on Twitter at Locked on Magic. And subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, and all the fun places to download podcasts to your podcast-enabled listening device. You can also find the podcast on the Himalaya app. Have podcasts delivered straight to your mobile device. Uh, through the Himalaya app, you can create playlists and get recommendations to all on the Himalaya app. You can follow me on Twitter at philiprr_omd. And of course, for the latest on the Orlando Magic, be sure to check out orlandomagicdaily.com. Lots of good stuff going up on there as we get set for the playoffs. 
I'll be back again. My plan is to be back again tomorrow for a special Saturday episode of Locked on Magic to give you a final preview and final thoughts heading into Game 1 of the NBA playoffs. Game 1 tips off Saturday at 5 o'clock over at Scotiabank Arena. That game will be on Fox Sports Florida as well as ESPN as the NBA playoffs tip off. Very, very exciting times for the Orlando Magic. We'll break that game down on Sunday's episode of Locked on Magic. We are going to go probably seven days a week here for a little while as the playoffs begin. So definitely have your podcasts ready. Take some time off on the weekend to listen because uh, it's it's all go now as the NBA playoffs tip off. But that's going to do it for me today. I want to thank you all again for listening. For Orlando Magic Daily and Locked on Magic, this has been Philip Rossenreich. I'll see you all again next time for another episode of Locked on Magic. You are Locked on Magic, your daily Orlando Magic podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.